KSA Radio where you are family. My name is Ethan. I'm chatting to Dwayne Evans. He's the communications officer at the Western Cape Government Health. Today we're going to be talking about the COVID-19 crisis and we just want to kind of allay some fears and let people know kind of the truth and kind of maybe dispel some of the myths around the issue. Can you just quickly introduce yourself and tell us what you do? So uh, I'm Dwayne Evans. I'm the communications officer at West Cape Government Health, as you said. Um, my actual portfolio is the Red Cross War Memorial Children's Hospital. But during the COVID-19 pandemic, you know, we're all doing our part and, uh, you know, pitching in where we can. So let's first start talking about um, the community screening and testing. Can you tell us what this is and why you're doing it? So community screening and testing entails us going out into the community and to find out whether people need to be tested and to refer them for treatment. So it's part of the containment strategy that we have for the pandemic, which is the, also the purpose of this, this extended lockdown that we're in now. We do know that we need to do more testing to contain the spread of the spikes. How do you identify the high-risk communities that would be tested? Well, we make use of active data monitoring, which is a method of identifying areas where there could be local community transmission, right? The way which we do this is, is we look at geolocated cases of local transmission in vulnerable and high-risk communities, and then we communicate the areas daily. So you can visit our website or our Facebook page for those regular updates. Can you give us the link to the, the website and the Facebook page? It's Western Cape Government Health on Facebook. And then the web address is www.westerncape.gov.za forward slash coronavirus. So what does the screening entail? So screening entails our community health workers or medical staff just pretty much asking questions. So the more people we talk to or screen, the better we can identify people who need further testing. And this helps to keep us all safe, right? So they'll be asking questions about your health. And we ask that people please answer this honestly. Um, you know, the, the questions aren't going to be into different health conditions. It's going to focus on the symptoms of the illness at that moment. So do you have a sore throat? Do you have a cough? Perhaps a fever? Um, and if you have any of these symptoms, we ask that you please, you know, let us know. And then we could refer you for testing. The screening will be done by the community health workers. Like I said, they'll visit your home and there'll be mobile units in the area as well. Um, so, you know, they might be doing loud hailing, asking people to come in and they just want to ask questions about your health. And then obviously not everybody who gets screened will be tested. No. So the idea is, is to keep our family and community safe and it's to find people who are sick or potentially have the virus. And we try to test those that have symptoms so we can help everybody, you know, isolate. The faster we can identify and find the people, the quicker we can help them and the community health worker or the medical professional will advise you to do a test. They'll tell you where to go, the closest place, and it could be anywhere like a um, mobile van parked in the area. It can be your closest clinic. Um, it can be a referral to a testing station. And it's, testing is just it's done by taking a swab in your nose, and that's pretty much it. And is the testing safe? Yes, it is. Um, I've recently just had a, a swab done as well, and it's, it's 100% safe. Um, our medical professionals are very well-trained. And, um, yeah, it's really nothing out of the ordinary. It's just a little bit uncomfortable, but, you know, that can be expected. So what happens while you wait for the test results? While you wait, we ask that you quarantine at home, obviously. And, um, you know, if you can't quarantine at home due to spatial or economic constraints or a risk to maybe a family member that's highly vulnerable, we ask that you please inform us as soon as possible so we can advise you on public health isolation facilities. So what happens to someone if they do test positive? 
Well, if you test positive and you don't need any medical intervention, in other words, if you've only got mild symptoms or you're asymptomatic, you'll be instructed to self-isolate at home and monitor your health for a period of 14 days. If you do need medical intervention, you'll obviously be admitted to hospital and there you'll be isolated within that healthcare facility. So what can individuals do to kind of help the situation? Obviously, we're asking that you please welcome our health workers and, um, you know, to answer the questions honestly. Those five golden rules are essential. So that's your wash your hands regularly with soap and water, keep your surfaces clean, don't touch your face, cough and sneeze into your elbow fold, apply social distancing, which is keep 1.5 meters away, and then stay at home is one of the major, major components. We also ask that you use a three-layer mask, cloth mask, when you're going out into public. You know, be kind to the elderly and, and to children. It's, it's a stressful time for everybody, and we understand that. And then if you are on any chronic medications or ARTs, please, you know, stick to it, stick to your medication, and um, just protect essential workers when, they, when you're going out for, for essential groceries and things like that. You know, wear a mask. Proper hand hygiene, yeah, that's pretty much what we're asking. So what can communities do? Again, we're encouraging people to be screened. So encourage your family members, your neighbors to go for screening. Um, screening does not always lead to a test like we've covered. We're asking you to look out for health workers who have official identification and branded clothing. Support them, keep them safe, encourage good behavior in your communities, help keep your communities clean. Don't be afraid of testing or potentially ill people. Um, and then we're also calling on community leaders and volunteers in the community to support the campaign and spread the message. Teach our people that, you know, we need to take the containment measures seriously and support all the affected individuals and their families. So then finally, where can people get help? Okay, so your local NGO, health worker, community health worker, GP um, should have information. We've got our call centers, uh, the national hotline, which is 0800-029-999. Our provincial hotline is 021-928-4102. And then the WhatsApp number that they've also created is uh, 060-012-3456. And that you can just WhatsApp a hi to that. And then like I've mentioned, we've got our Facebook page, West Cape Government Health and then also the coronavirus website, oisencape.gov.za forward slash coronavirus. Okay, so ready, where your family are chatting to Dwayne Evans, the communications officer at Western Cape Government Health.